Have you ever wondered if Jesus initiated Easter, originated Easter? Actually not. Easter has been celebrated for thousands of years before Jesus as a festival in honor of spring. And we see some of the remnants of it around us today with the bunnies and the eggs and, and the chicks and so on. The word we now read in scripture as Easter originally was the word for Passover. And we're told that it was in celebrating the Passover with his disciples that Jesus washed their feet and shared the meal with them. What is Passover? Well, originally it was the time of celebrating the release of the children of Israel from Egypt and uh, during the time of Moses and, and they left and, and there was the experience where the angel of death passed over the homes of the, um, the children of Israel. But today, how do we celebrate it if, if we aren't uh, of the Jewish faith? Well, metaphysically, we see Passover as every time we have a shift in attitude, every time we choose again, every time we make a different choice, we pass over from the old to the new, we pass over from the past to the now moment. It's said that when Jesus celebrated the Passover in the upper room, his emphasis was on learning to, uh, or, or teaching, to experience the Passover in a new way. In other words, in remembrance of him and his teachings, um, the Passover would be shared. And yet, the truth is, every time we pause and acknowledge God as our source, bless our food, the food we actually are ready to eat at any given moment during a day, we can experience the Holy Communion. By blessing that food, we charge the molecules of the food with energy. And we actually commune with our source when we do this. And there have been um, kinesiology tests where when a, when a food is blessed, it actually changes and you bless that that and it actually has an effect on our bodies so we think about this and realize that we do have power in pausing and acknowledging this and in our upper room of consciousness in that uplifted point of our awareness we have communion with the Christ within us and during the week that is referred to as Holy Week, we're told that Jesus went to a favorite place of his to pray, a garden, and uh, to pray for strength for that which is ahead of him. And today, we need to realize that our decisions should come not from searching here or there or not looking outside of us for answers, but by finding that garden within or that sacred place within us where we can go and find our answers and you know the truth is and this this symbolizes symbolizes that very clearly for me that no matter how many friends we have there really the, there comes the point when it's just us and God and so Jesus certainly found this and so us and God in other words God expressing through us as us, as our answer, as our strength for the day, whatever it is ahead of us. 
We refer to, we just had the experience of what's referred to as Good Friday, the day when it's said that Jesus experienced the crucifixion, the public execution of the day. Some say that for it to have been three days from the time of the crucifixion to the time of the Sabbath, that the crucifixion would have had to have taken place on Wednesday. Maybe you've heard that. But it really doesn't matter when it was, because no one knows for sure. Calendars weren't kept in the same way that they're kept today. But what we do know is that it did happen. Now, could Jesus have made his overcoming without doing it in a public way such as, such as he did? I'm going to say probably he could have, that it was not a requirement, because he had developed his abilities to such an extent by this point in things that he did not need this for himself. He had mastered so much of this dimension this time-space continuum in which we think we live. He had mastered it by this time, and so this was not necessary for him. But he chose to publicly experience this so that it, it would be left in mass consciousness, a memory in mass consciousness that this last enemy, meaning death, was not to be feared. Remember, the crucifixion was not a requirement of a sacrifice from God it was not that God required that somehow for our sins there had to be blood shed that is an archaic notion that does not fit with our new understanding so it's not for our sins it's for our awakening it's for our enlightenment that this took place could Jesus have failed in this experience I'm going to say yes there was always that possibility but he had had the experience of raising three others from the grave he had been involved in numerous healings he had tuned in to knowing God as his source to such an extent that he was able to multiply the food bring forth food for the many out of a few fish and bread and yet, there was some reason that he chose to have this experience in such a public way. And I believe it was so that a message would be left, a pattern would be left for it. We might ask, did it really happen? Did this really happen? Because there were no news cameras around and, and uh, reporters. And sometimes we might even wonder about what's called the seven last words from the cross because who would have been there I mean you think about today uh, when there's a public execution in some way who would be there many of his followers fled and were filled with guilt later on did it really happen I believe it did really happen because so many people put their lives on the line after that that it had to have happened I believe for um, for them to do that in a quiet time recently I asked the question what was the difference between Jesus crucifixion in other words a public execution which was the means used in that day and age capital punishment on the cross what was the difference between his 
and everybody else's because it was taking place all the time it was not an uncommon sight what was the difference and the answer that I received was that he did his with intention he was not a victim he did his with a goal in mind and that's what changes everything in our life isn't it when we do it with intention when we do it with focus and so what was he teaching that death is not an end that it's just the opening and closing of a door but there is a continuum of life some have the image of Jesus on the cross as a weak human being I find that very um, at odds with everything that I know to be true of him remember at this point he had so mastered this dimension that his experience on the cross would be totally different than someone else's because he had the power to remove himself from the pain of the experience now when we see him in the same way we see ourselves we would say oh well it would it would definitely be what maybe a movie might depict it to be but I don't believe it took place like that because I myself have seen people who are not on any level with Jesus like my judgment experience things where they were able to divert the blood flow away and not have pain and you know of some of these as well the only thing that could have caused Jesus pain as I see it would be the same thing that causes us pain and that would be if we had fear if we had unforgiveness if we were unwilling to let go of the past do you agree with that that's what causes our pain that causes my pain anyway and so there was nothing of this left in him so that wouldn't be the same kind of pain that we might perceive if we were in that same situation but the crucifixion is a part of our inner journey you know friend and I were speaking the other day but the word jihad is actually similar to this in other words it's an inner crucifixion an inner struggle an inner fight as it were for overcoming that of the old it's the crossing out of the old self the old beliefs the limited beliefs in order that the greater can be seen the greater can come forth did Jesus have to die physically to be immortal I'm going to say no because he was already immortal he was already a holy son of God do you have to die to become immortal I'm going to say no and neither do I because we are immortal now the the death experience the laying aside of this body is just a process where we move on then to a new experience in Jesus life the crucifixion preceded his Easter in our lives it's the same not not exactly the same way that Jesus experienced it but it is the time in our lives when we take responsibility for our breakthrough we take responsibility for laying aside something of the old something that's been standing in the way of our being who we already are 
You know, magical thinking is not going to get you where you want to be spiritually. Hoping that somehow somebody else doing it for you will make it happen. No, it won't. What takes what it takes for each of us is to be willing to make the change, to to lay aside the old and to make a new choice. It came to me recently that spiritual awareness is not about adding something to us that we don't already have. It's not about getting something to make us more. We've all tried that, haven't we? We've gone to this thing and that thing and tried this and that. But it's really about releasing. It's really about releasing. Releasing so that what we are can shine forth. Giving up so that what we already have can come forth. Jesus had his breakthrough because he overcame the belief in separation from God. And that's what our breakthrough involves. Overcoming the belief that we are separated from God, from good, from joy, from peace, from life, and knowing that the kingdom is right here and right now. If you think about what holds us back today from our Easter experience, what holds us back is one one main thing, and that is, and everything else stems from this, and that is the belief that we are separated from our source. That's the cause of all of our difficulties, all of our challenges, all of our pains. Overcoming the belief in separation from God, separation from each other, separation from any other part of life is what, what the crucifixion is about. It's about crossing that out and having our breakthrough. And Jesus showed that the tomb could not hold him back. And sometimes we feel like we're in a tomb. We can feel like illness is a tomb. That loss that we've experienced is a tomb. That some failure that we've experienced is holding us back. We may even feel that right now on our journey. This morning. Today. Remember this. The same power that was in Jesus is in you right now. And so regardless of what you feel is holding you back, the truth is you have access to that same power within you to give you the strength and me the strength to come through whatever it is to go forward to our greater good. Christ is the presence of God in you, in me, in each one of us. Knowing this is what allow Jesus to have his breakthrough experience. Knowing this is what will allow us to have our breakthrough experience. God is real in you. God is real in me. Not someday, not some other point are we going to become infinite and immortal and a holy sons and daughters of God. But now, tradition has it that the veil of the Holy of Holies was Uh, split open with Jesus um, crucifixion and resurrection you know the veil of the holy of the holies in the temple beyond which only the priests could move well symbolically it is true that the way is open 
for us to have our instant, constant access to God. Whatever we think has kept kept a barrier between us and that is is split apart so that we can have our experience the stone was rolled away scripture says it tells us that we don't have to be afraid anymore that instead of being in a in a tomb as it were we're more in a tunnel and tunnels always have two ends and there's always light there for us and I continue to remind each of us to make love our decision continue to release those memories of the past release the feelings that there's anything that we've ever done or not done that would be held against us the nature of God is love that has never changed that never will change and so throw off the burial robes as it were of limited beliefs and step out of your tomb um the folks saying it's a new day it is it's a new day this is a new opportunity for each and every one of us and we're ready to wake up and to live it so god bless you and a joyous day to you